It's time for Shattered Soulstone. Featuring the latest news from Sanctuary and beyond. Each episode, a heroic party of Nephilim band together to help keep you informed on everything in the Diablo universe. And now, your Diablo Community Podcast. Coming to you from somewhere in Sanctuary, this is episode 340 of Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo Community Podcast. This episode is called 25 Years of Darkness. It is December 31st, 2021, and this is Jen. So I've got a few things to talk about for this show. As always, in between like Christmas and New Year's Eve, there's not a ton of things going on, but there are some. So I'll Start off with those, and we'll just move on through the show like usual. One of the things I wanted to talk about is, as I mentioned in the previous episode, uh, Tech Jess, formerly Blizz Jess, separated herself from the ABK fund that was raising money for the people who are striking. I think it's mostly the Raven uh, group that got abruptly fired right before Christmas, and they're still striking. So... The idea was to raise money for them so that they could still, you know, survive while they're, you know, doing the strike. And apparently that's been working really well because today, uh, Tech Jess wrote, Striking Activision Blizzard employees are confirming payment from the strike fund today, and it makes me so happy. Thank you to everyone who donated to the strike fund to support our striking workers. Absolutely amazing, and I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. So that's going well. It sounds like they're getting the money they needed, and there's a thread attached to it with a lot of, you know, thank you kind of things, and if you're striking, you're an absolute warrior, she writes, goes on from there. So I think 2021 was the year of people striking for better workplaces, you know, for better money, for better for better pay, for better workplace environment, for safer workplace environments, for changes being made, and it's not just in the gaming sector it's all over the place i think apple workers temporarily went on a strike on i think it was one of the holidays one of the like maybe it was black friday or something like that um they they struck struck by not coming into work uh there was john deere uh workers that struck for a pretty long time and finally got what they wanted and i'd like to see this continue because i don't think workers should be treated badly by huge companies that can absolutely afford to do things better So there we are. And to continue, a better ABK tweeted on Twitter uh, today. ABK Workers Alliance is so proud of what we have accomplished this year with help from the community. We've won higher wages, holiday pay, more sick time, and paid time off for contracted workers. We've initiated a work stoppage, and 99 ABK employees are currently on strike. And they continue, we raised over $300K for those striking workers with income reaching their accounts today. Thank you from all of us at A Better ABK. Here's to a new year. We're excited for it. So that's going well. And then there was this thing that I saw going around on Twitter. And I honestly think that like things hit Twitter first and then the news sites pick them up. The ones that maybe talk about gaming sometimes. And then it goes to sites that don't typically focus on gaming. So we've got a couple of things here. One is from Kotaku and that was written on Tuesday. And uh, I think, yeah, Tuesday. They've titled it, Longtime Blizzard Employee Spouted Hateful Garbage on Discord Server. Uh, it says the 
line under that says Jeff Frazier expressed his disdain for LGBTQ plus folks, disabled people and others on the right wing of gaming discord server. This is written by Jeremy Winslow, and he wrote this. Jeff Frazier, a former early Blizzard employee who was responsible for much of the company's web content over the past 23 years, has been posting bigoted and hateful messages in a Discord server going back to May 2021. A better ABK founder and organizer, Jessica Gonzalez, tweeted screenshots of Frazier, allegedly under the username Nebu, N-E-B-U, exposing his intolerance of disabled people, women, LGBTQ+, folks and other quote libtards as he put it corroborated by another blizzard employee to kotaku over the over twitter dms quote the right wing of gaming and quote is a discord server where people go to complain about activision blizzard and other workers like jessica who are supposedly quote ruining the whole company and quote according to a message from fraser in september the server is filled with comments about ongoing blizzard woes mostly around upper management departures for his part fraser can be seen quote uh, this is underlined so it leads to somewhere whining about the quote gay people and quote while demeaning the many female interns blizzard has by saying, oh, I'm not repeating that. Uh, he also makes light of the recently recognized holiday of Juneteenth as, quote, stupid shit and calls others the R word, which I'm not going to say out loud. You know what it is uh, for Blizzard holding a presentation on individuals with various disabilities. Elsewhere, Fraser says he's conservative and didn't vaccine his wording. Um, and it goes on from there. He's done some other stuff and he left the company in September according to his LinkedIn profile, September of this year, and now serves as a web content and community manager in the tech industry. Since then, it seems Frazier has sold his entire Blizzard collection on eBay, including game keys and plushies, though nothing appears to be left on his seller page. This comes while Activision Blizzard is still embroiled in controversy surrounding its discriminatory and predatory workplace. And then there's sort of a, you know, a review of all that kind of stuff. So there's that going on. That's from Kotaku. And then there's another one here from a website called Input, which I don't know much about. And uh, this is filed under Not Cool, and the title is Former Blizzard Employee Allegedly Made Hateful Discriminatory Remarks, and it's uh, written by Kate Irwin, and it's kind of similar to what Kotaka wrote, but we get a little bit more background, I think. Um, yeah... Oh, gosh. Yeah, it's some of the same stuff. So you can pick whichever one you want to read. Everything that I talk about in the show goes into the ShatteredSoulStone.com website for the individual podcast, and I'll link to it. You can check it out that way. We've also got uh, the Washington Post, which doesn't typically focus primarily on video games, but has been lately. And this one's about Riot Games. And it's titled, Riot Games Agrees to Pay $100 Million in Settlement of Class Action Gender Discrimination Lawsuit. That may sound very similar to uh, you know, the lawsuit that's going on with Blizzard. This one was written by Shannon Liao, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. League of Legends publisher Riot Games announced Monday that it is settling a 2018 gender-based discrimination class action suit with California state agencies and current and former women employees for $100 million. The company will pay $80 million to members of the class action suit and approximately $20 million toward plaintiff's legal fees. The Los Angeles lawsuit was filed in November 2018 by now former employees Melanie McCracken and Jess 
Negron, uh, alleging gender discrimination as well as sexual harassment and misconduct at Riot Games. The suit was followed by two inquiries led by California state agencies. The suit came after gaming news site Kotaku published an expose about a culture of sexism at Riot Games, which manifested itself in workplace behaviors ranging from unwanted advances and harassment to a hiring and promotion process that passed over female candidates for being insufficiently into gaming and, quote, league. And there's a quote here from the plaintiff's counsel, the lawyer uh, Jeannie Harrison. You know, this is a great day for the women of Riot Games and for all women at video game and tech companies who deserve a workplace that is free from harassment and discrimination. She goes on from there. Uh, Riot Games agreed to settle the suit in 2019 for $10 million, but California's Department of Fair Employment and Housing, DFEH, intervened, blocking the agreement with a court filing in which the agency argued that victims should be entitled to as much as $400 million. The DFEH posted a news release acknowledging the settlement Monday night. That settlement is the same, not the settlement, but the company, the DFEH. Okay, it's not a company, it's an organization, it's governmental. That's the same one that's um, involved with... uh, the lawsuits with Blizzard right now. So there's that. There's a little bit more about what happened with uh, with Riot. The new settlement is with the DFEH, the California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement, and certain individual claimants, all current and former California employees and contractors who identify as women and worked at Riot Games between November 2014 and present day qualify for a payout. At least 2,300 workers are eligible for part of the $80 million settlement, with those who started earlier or worked at the company longer receiving a larger allocation of the funds. Riot Games will pay into a settlement fund that will then be distributed to claimants following a court's approval. Uh, McCracken settled out of suit for an undisclosed figure. Riot Games declined to comment on whether certain individual plaintiffs who had entered arbitration agreements with the company would receive part of the $80 million. That's a thing. Um, Those arbitration things are designed to ignore the employee's needs, basically. Instead of, like, what it means is when you sign your contract, there's something about an arbitration clause in it for a lot of these big companies, not just, I assume, not just the gaming companies. And when that happens, you're basically saying that if anything goes badly in the workplace, you are not allowed to go and get your own lawyer and sue whoever it is that you believe has harmed you or the company for allowing it to happen. You instead get to go, in many cases, on your own without any representation to talk with um, a an arbitrator that almost always will settle for the company. So that's a problem. They need to get rid of that too, and hopefully that's in the works. But if this could happen for Riot, where they actually do have to pay out a reasonable amount of money, it seems, this could happen to Activision Blizzard King as well. There might be this might be the precedent that makes that happen for all of the people that were abused as part of their you know work in the workplace or or in things outside of the workplace that were part of work. They might actually be able to use this as precedent in a in a legal case to make things better, basically. <laughs> so that's what's going on there. And today, uh, the Diablo account on Twitter tweeted 25 years of Diablo put little fire emojis on either side like you do and there's a video it's about a minute and a half long and it's got all of these images from various Diablo games and in addition you might see some recognizable faces in there because it included little clips of streamers playing one of the Diablo games and being real excited about it so it's worth taking a look at and again I'll link it in the show notes but I thought that was kind of cool. In addition, um, uh, yesterday, 
the um, Diablo account tweeted out and pointed out that the Darkening of Tristram event is going to return on January 3rd, 2022. If you haven't done this yet, it's really kind of fun. The graphics may hurt your eyes, though. Um, basically, if you don't know what this is, you can, you can get into an area that is basically old Tristram and do some quests through a dungeon with that and, and try to kill Diablo at the end of it. And it's it's really neat. If you get through all of it, you want to start... If you want to do this in your playing season, make a brand new character, a level one character, and start there. And this is especially if you haven't done it before, because if you start with a level one character, then you're eligible to collect a pet and a portrait and some other stuff that you can't get if you start with a higher level character. So that's a thing. Um and there's uh, some quests with, well, I guess they're achievements for killing cultists and going through the cathedral and, and all this cool stuff. So you do get a butcher pet if you make it through all of that. And it's kind of a neat little pet. I've got one. I tend to do this every year because I think it's fun. But the graphics do look older than what you experience in Diablo 3. So just be aware of that when you're going in. It will take a little while. Maybe, depending on how long you like to play video games all at once, you might be able to get through it all at once. I think you can take a group because I've done, a, done it with a group at one point. Um, or you can do it solo. So it's just, it's just fun. And you, I don't think you have to be playing the seasonal stuff in order to do that. So it's just, it's there. It's fun. And if you want more details, Max Roll has the Darkening of Tristram Returns uh, section on their website. And it's, let's see, they tweeted on January 3rd, the Darkening of Tristram Returns to Diablo 3, celebrating the anniversary of the Diablo franchise with a nostalgic rewind filled with rewards. Check out our guide on how to get all the awesome transmogs and pets. And so you can take a look at that. I guess there's more than one pet. Oh, there is. There is more than one pet. There's a cow. And there's a, it's a calf, actually. And it, if you do something correctly towards the end, uh, you can get this this thing. And it, it involves, like, there's a section off to the side and there's some dead cows. And you have to kick them in the right order to kind of unlock the pet, basically. But go see Maxwell because they're going to explain it better than I can. The Diablo account also uh, tweeted, When you make a higher level friend, and they used a small little gif from... The uh, from Diablo 3, and it's a scene where I think it's Tyrael reaching out to uh, Leah, and you know, her little hand goes into his gauntlet. And so, what you see is Tyrael's hand reaching out, and this little small hand reaching up when you make a higher level friend. And I just thought it was kind of funny, you know. Um, it's kind of neat, so that's in there. We have a couple of tweets from Shazam who used to be a host of Shattered Soulstone, and he was doing a podcast called Hearthstone to Hell. A couple days ago on Twitter, he said that he's been away for a few months uh, for, from the podcast for reasons, because he did not like the direction the podcast went with one host and the lack of listeners. But he is in talks with someone to co-host the show, where they talk about any game or games they play and stuff like that. So this implies that perhaps Hearthstone to Hell is coming back in some way, shape, or form. Uh, nothing is you know, set in stone yet, according to his second tweet in this thread, but it might be coming back. And that's that's a thing. Um, there's a lot of podcasters that, ever since the problems have been talked about so much with Activision Blizzard King, although I haven't heard anything specifically from King, but I'm not sure. A lot of podcasts that focus, say, only on one of Blizzard's games or 
many of Blizzard's games change their focus to focus on games outside of Blizzard or Activision or whatever. And to, you know, to include those or to focus on those instead. So it is not at all unusual for Hearthstone to Hell to focus on other games. I mean, that makes sense. That's something that's been happening. And then, of course, there's been a lot of people who were, you know, hosts of games that focused on Blizzard or Activision or both that have stopped podcasting or have made a brand new podcast out of there. So it's it makes sense. It makes sense. So I look forward to seeing what comes out of Hearthstone to Hell whenever it returns. Pure Diablo has put together a Diablo Year in Review 2021, where they pick out the highlights from this year. And there's a lot of stuff in it. There really is. They've gone into great detail and by month, you know, like here's what's going on. Um, like January, Vicarious Visions was starting to work on Diablo 2 Remaster and it goes on from there. It's kind of neat. There's some pictures in here. There's a lot of stuff. Some stuff is linked to as a blue post and, you know, it's kind of neat. So if you just want to like, I know 2021 has been a lot for a lot of us for various reasons. Um, and, you know, some of it has to do with the COVID pandemic that's still going on. Some of some of us lost people uh, who passed away, whether it was COVID or something else. Uh, there's been a lot of, I think, a lot of workplace drama, you know, as like some workplaces uh, were, you know, at least across the United States, possibly other countries as well, but I'm more averse in the United States, wanted workers to get vaccinated and some of them didn't want to so this was a problem we've got people being upset about wearing masks indoors and i think if you're working like a i think if you're working in like an employee you know like a public facing position like retail or restaurant work or you know this type of thing and you've got these people screaming at you and we know this happens because people that had this happen are posting it on social media because they're upset it's a lot it's a lot and then there's people that could not visit their relatives this year for christmas which christmas is a big deal for those who celebrate it obviously and to not be able to be with your loved ones during a time when you would really want to has been hard it's been a hard year so if you haven't been keeping track of everything going on with Blizzard. You can read the Diablo review and go, oh, right, I remember that. Okay. It's not very long. It is very detailed. So it's someone put a lot of work into this. So you might want to check it out if you missed it. It's, you know, it is what it is. But the article, I, I've read through it. It's good. So if you just want to go back and see what all happened this year. When I was reading it, I was thinking, wow, that's just been one year. That's one year that all this stuff happened. And... It's interesting to read. So Heather has a shrine basically to Lilith. I've mentioned this before. She got the Lilith statue and she's got some candles and things around it and was putting other stuff there and just building it up. And she tweeted that her brother gave her a couple more battery replacement adapters for her candles. So no more wasting batteries. And there's the Lilith shrine that she's posted with the candles glowing around it. And it's really cool. It's just super cool. So check that out if if you want to see. We've also got a couple of videos that came out today. One of them is from Big Daddy Den 76 uh, on Twitter or 
Big Daddy Den. And this one is a YouTube video titled The Season 25 Witch Doctor T16 Slash Bounties Spirit Barrage Ultra Speed. So if you're playing a Witch Doctor, this might be something you want to check out to see if you can, you know, maybe see what he's using and maybe help you out a little bit more. And then there's a video from Bloodshed. And it's a YouTube video. It's called Proc Anguish Gem Easy Soul Shard Season 25. And uh, so that's what that's about. It sounds like it's about the Soul Shard gems and things like that. And that's really all I could find this time around because we're in between, you know, Christmas and New Year's. And by the time you hear this, it'll be officially 2022, which is kind of mind-blowing for me. (laughs) How did that happen so fast, you know? (laughs) But... Yeah, there's that. And there's a lot of people that are planning things like New Year's Eve resolutions and stuff like that. And some of them are probably about gaming. If you're listening to the show, you probably have ideas of what games you want to play or how often you want to stream or what you're going to do different or maybe you want to do less of those things. I don't know. But if you've decided to do something gaming related for, you know, as a New Year's Eve resolution, Maybe tweet it at the at Shattered Stone account on Twitter and we'll just see what everybody's doing. You know, maybe people can go, oh, yeah, I want to do that, too, or something like that. As for me, I'm going to try really hard to play more games because it's difficult for me because I have chronic illnesses that really get in my way and make it really hard for me to do almost anything, especially for a long span of time all at once. So I'm going to try to find a way to actually play more games. I've got a couple of videos I need to put out on YouTube. I'm considering streaming again, but in order to do that, I'm going to need to try to remember how to use the streaming software and stuff like that. I tried it a while back and couldn't remember how to do it and just got frustrated, but I might if I stream, it's not going to be weekly. It's just not. Um, I can't do that on a regular basis, but, you know, if I can do like one a week for however long my hands will let me play you know um i might try that those kinds of things so if you have any of those kinds of things that you want to you know share uh you can tweet it at shattered soulstone and we'll find it and um maybe read it out in the next show and see how many people are doing the exact same thing as everyone else without knowing it it might be fun other than that i hope your 2022 goes really really good for you and yours and that you have you know you find all the amazing loot in the diablo games that you could possibly want And that's going to be the end for this probably very short episode of Shattered Soulstone. But at least it's an episode. It's out there. You have been listening to episode 340 of the Shattered Soulstone, your Diablo community podcast. Missed an episode? You can find the show blog and listen to the show archives at www.shatteredsoulstone.com. Come join us in-game. Our in-game community and clan, both named Shattered Soulstone, for sure in Diablo 3, not sure about the rest, are open to anyone who would like to join. You can also join us on Discord for the ultimate team and community-based experience. Find the Discord invitation link on our Twitter and Facebook page as well as the Shattered Soulstone website. Thank you for listening.